Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. In this episode, we are going to talk about copycats. In particular, we will talk about how you can prevent this from happening to you and how you can be smart about it, but also how to handle it when it happens to you, as well as how to emotionally deal with this if this happens to you, because I know that it can be really devastating and we want to be here for you and we want to support you. So that's what we're talking about in this episode. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about a situation that one of our clients faced to really help walk you through what we did and what you might be able to do as well. Recently, we helped one of our clients through a situation where another brand completely ripped off her last collection, and it was a fast fashion brand. So they ripped off her designs, but they used cheaper materials, and they probably didn't use ethical labor at all because the price points they were selling it at were dirt cheap and the math just didn't add up if they were using good materials like my client was and or paying their workers a living wage. And so that was a really devastating situation for my client to be in because she had worked so hard on her collection and her ideal customers were super, super jazzed about it. And then fast forward about six months later, she finds out that this brand is now copying her and they're selling her designs essentially at a cheaper price point. Copycats is definitely something that founders and business owners will face, whether you sell physical products like clothing or even services like we do. It comes with the territory of being in business, but that does not mean that you can't be equipped to handle it and prevent it from happening as much as possible. So let's talk about what you can do to try and prevent this and how you can be smart about this. The first thing that you want to do is do market research or competitor research to ensure that you're not copying anyone else and you don't do this to someone else's brand. So it's important to ensure that the designs and the products you're putting out there, there's nothing really super similar to what already exists because you obviously don't want to infringe on anyone else. But You also want to make sure that your products are differentiated and it solves a problem for your ideal customer because that's when you will be able to effortlessly sell to your ideal customer if it solves a problem for them or a pain point and there's also nothing else like it on the market. This is something we talk about all the time in our programs like the Conscious Label Launcher or our Conscious Apparel Accelerator program. And really, it's the only way that you can succeed if you create a product that people genuinely want and it is different from what else is out there in the market. After you've done that, the next thing you need to do is with everyone that comes in contact with your company, be it a consultant or a contractor or an intern or a designer or a production partner, Make them sign a confidentiality agreement or a non-disclosure agreement to really be able to protect your designs 
And I think this is especially important if you are working with a designer or your production partners. You don't want them to be sharing what you're working on with other people. You want to make sure that you protect the things that you have worked so hard on. So contracts are very, very important in this situation. Another route you can go legally is to get a patent, and a patent will protect your design and your product. However, getting a patent is really expensive, and if you're just a brand that's starting out, I don't think it makes sense for you to invest in a patent right away until you test the product out and you know it works. And then generally, I would say if you have something that's in market, you know it sells really well, you know it's unique, and you're feeling like there's competitors that probably want to start to copy you, and this is not a product that you're just going to sell once. It's something that you foresee having in your collection or as part of your brand for the foreseeable future. Then I would say, if you have the budget and the means to do so, get the patent. For anyone that works with you, you of course want them to send the confidentiality agreement or the non-disclosure agreement. But let's say you have a designer or potentially an intern at your business. You also want them to potentially sign a non-compete so they won't go and open up another slow fashion brand that might be competing to yours. So this is definitely all things I would recommend you talk through with a lawyer just to see what your options are and just to see how you can best protect yourself and be smart about this. And then if this happens to you, this is how you can handle it. The first thing I want you to do is to take a deep breath and try not to make it personal. I know that's hard because it can feel like your business is your baby and someone's attacking your child. But if you let your emotions and your feelings get the better of you, you won't be able to best handle the situation as a level-headed business owner. So it's very important to be level-headed in the situation and I would recommend you do some activities that can calm you down if possible. Like you can do a really rigorous boxing workout or if you can meditate, like just do something to try to calm you down a little bit. The next thing you want to do after you've calmed down a bit is to capture all of the proof. So take screenshots of the products on their website, take screenshots and screen grabs of their Instagram posts. Whatever proof you have that they are violating your designs, make sure you take screenshots, have your receipts, have the timestamps because they could take it all down and then all your proof is gone. So make sure you capture all of that proof and take time to record everything and be diligent about capturing all of that information. And then the next step after that is to work with a lawyer or bring in some sort of legal counsel. If you have a lawyer, then just work with them and tell them about the situation. Show them the proof and then see what your legal options are. If you don't have a lawyer, search for some in your area and do some consultations and find someone that can help you and you feel comfortable working with and you think it's a good fit. And then you can deal with the legal side of things with your lawyer. I don't really feel comfortable talking about what you can do there because obviously I'm not a lawyer, but I do think there's a lot of great people out there that can help you in those kind of sticky situations. And then after you work with your lawyer and you decide on a course of action, the next thing you may want to decide is how you handle this online or how you handle this publicly. 
This is predominantly where we worked with our client on, and we definitely worked with their legal counsel as well because this is quite complicated. But we worked with our client to help mitigate the situation because what was happening was that some of her community members were really loyal to her and felt really angry on her behalf, which I think is really good. But then the other half of her community was also just questioning why my client's price points were so high because. They were finding that this other brand was selling it at a fraction of the cost. And so, in this situation, there was a lot of different conversations going on. And we felt as a team, so our team, our client's team, plus the legal counsel, we all came together and really thought that it was in our client's best interest to help manage the situation and get ahead of it. So, in this situation, we decided to be transparent with our community. Let them behind the scenes a little bit and tell them what was going on. Share that the founder was devastated, frustrated, angry, and all of these emotions, and would appreciate any support or just any kind words during these times. And I think that sharing those raw, vulnerable emotions really allowed her community to bond a little bit more with her, and that really caused them to create. Bond or attachment, and I think whenever possible, if you can let people into what's going on behind the scenes, and they realize that it's not just a brand or a business, but there's a real human at the end of this, it really does allow your community to be closer to you. And I mean, on the business side, you can definitely foster brand loyalty, and it increases your brand likability. But just on a human perspective, like it's always good just to be vulnerable with people. If you feel safe to do so, and have them support you too, because as our client was going through this, it can feel very lonely and isolating. So it's nice to also just have a support network around you. The next thing we also did was market and talk about her distinct differentiations. So with her products, obviously these are designs that she developed over the course of a couple of years. And so we showed all the behind the scenes of the sketches and the iterations, but then we also explained the fabrics that she chose and how they were eco-friendly and the benefits that the customers would have wearing her fabrics. And then we also talked about the ethical production she is using as well. And with all of this, we were able to showcase why she prices things the way she does. And if you are comfortable, you can always share your costs too and see what your actual margins are. I think nowadays there's more and more brands that are being transparent and sharing that. So if you want to, you can totally do that as well. And that really helped the segment of her community that was questioning her price points understand and really be able to empathize with her situation. And at the end of the day, the situation sucks, but. My client was able to retain her loyal fans as well as gain new loyal fans, which is great because they really sympathized with their situation. And the other brand ended up taking down her designs and issuing her an apology. Another thing I want to address is just how you can emotionally deal with this, because I know it can really suck to spend months, if not years, working and developing something just to have another brand rip it off. So what I would say in this situation is that you definitely want to up your self care because otherwise you might go into a downward spiral, and we don't want someone else's actions to affect you negatively. We really want to make sure that you are protecting your energy. 
Another thing to keep in mind too is that you shouldn't take it personally. It's not like they're purposely trying to attack you or ruin your brand or quote unquote get you. At the end of the day, it is all just business, and I really think you should try to dissociate from this or remove yourself from this as much as possible. And just remember that this is about your brand and not about you as a person. So I think that can again help you stay level-headed and help you stay calm. And then another thing that's important to remember throughout all of this is to remember your why as well. This is something I talk about all the time with our community and with our clients, but if you know why you're in business and you remember what your greater purpose is or what your North Star is, then it will also get you through these tough times as well. So remember your why, remember why you started, remember why you need to keep going and use that as your anchor. And I also think it's really important to surround yourself with people during these times too. You don't want to be rotting away thinking about this alone. So tell maybe your community members or potentially also tell your family or friends or your loved ones. I think it's important to just share and just know that you're not alone in all of this. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is karma. I really do think karma exists, and even if you don't, that's okay too, but I really do believe that people get what they put out, and so it's just important to stay your course, remember your why, and like Michelle Obama says, or to quote her, when they go low, we go high, and just remember that you need to continue to remember your why, stick to your values, and do things that you are proud of. And to close out this episode, I did want to talk about a personal situation. So I once had a recloseted employee that left and then basically set up her own competing business. And I remember feeling so devastated and hurt because I had mentored this person. I had taken her under my wing. I had teached her a lot of our principles. And I also connected her to some really great people in the industry. But beyond all of that, though, I thought we were friends, and so that's why it really hurt. And so I took my own advice. I tried to calm down and think about it level-headedly. And because I had a relationship with her, I tried to talk to her about it. I tried to approach her and see her side of the story. But she just denied everything, which I think a lot of copycat people will do. And I think you just need to be okay with that, but just collect proof, obviously. And after a year, she actually closed down her shop and her business. So I really do think karma happens. And if people are copying you, it's going to be more like a one-time thing because they don't actually have the base knowledge. They don't actually have the skills or the ability to succeed. And so I think you can take a lot of comfort in that too because all of your hard work will pay off. And copycats are trying to take shortcuts and shortcuts in the long run won't work and they won't grow and they won't scale. And then another thing I learned from this whole situation is to have a really good contract, which is why I was talking about confidentiality, non-disclosure, and then also non-competes as well. And this is especially important when it comes to employees and or partners in your business. And in your situation, Make sure you're careful not only with employees, but also your production partners and your designers as well. 
I feel like this episode was a bit of a downer, but I hope that it is helpful for you. I know that a lot of brands go through this, which is why I did want to talk about it. And I hope you just remember that, again, like it's not personal. They're not trying to attack you as a person. This is just business, but you need to keep a level head and you need to be smart about how you protect yourself and how you rightfully get what you deserve. And just remember that at the end of the day, like you are in this for the long haul, you are working towards your goals and hard work will pay off. So just remember that. And I just wanted to say if you are going through it, I know it sucks, but we are here for you. Our whole team is cheering you on. So if you need some moral support, feel free to DM us at Recloseted on Instagram. And I also wanted to say that if you don't already know, Recloseted is a one-stop shop for sustainable fashion brands, and we're dedicated to helping slow fashion founders succeed. We offer business consulting, so we can help you with your marketing strategy, your sales strategy, your financials, and your funding. We also offer sustainability consulting, so we can help you with your sustainability strategy. We can help you source eco-friendly materials all over the world, source ethical and high-quality production partners all over the world, and then also help you if you want to do a CSR report or if you want to get some metrics. And then lastly, we also have design consulting as well. So if you need someone to help you with your technical illustrations or your grading or your pattern making or even your tech packs, we have you covered. No matter what your challenges are, our team is equipped to help you. And so if you do have some challenges you're working through right now, I highly encourage you to reach out because it sucks to have to go through these things alone and be stuck in an endless circle and just working away but not really achieving anything. So if you want our assistance to help you break that endless cycle and help you succeed, feel free to book a complimentary 20-minute discovery call with us. You can do so at www.recloseted.com yes. The link will also be in the show notes, and I'll be more than happy to chat with you and see if it would be a fit to work together. That's it for today's episode. Again, I hope it was helpful for you, and if you are going through this situation, feel free to reach out. I know that it can be really tricky and emotionally draining, so know that we are here for you. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.